Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Project Fifty Two. In this episode, we are going to talk about、uh, a life lesson from the Book of Esther, or for,、uh, from the life of Esther. So, yes,、uh, let's dive into the Book of Esther. So, the first lesson I wanted to talk about is that. Uh, through the life of Esther, you don't have to let your past to determine your future. Once again, you don't have to let your past to determine your future. So that's what Esther' life is about. Ah,、uh, she was an orphan. She was a refugee in a foreign country. She lived with her cousin, and and、uh, and there was a bit. Missing, uh, part in her life, which is she doesn't have a parent. Her parent passed away. So in Esther chapter two verse seven, this is what it say: Mordecai had a cousin's name Hadassah, who he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. This young woman, who was also known as Esther, had a lovely figures and was beautiful. Mordecai had taken her as her own, as his own daughter, when her father and mother's died. So her father and mother passed away, and she lived with her cousin, which is known as Mordecai. But later on, she's become、uh, a queen in the country of Persia, in the empire of Persia, actually. Yeah, so she was、uh, an orphan. So you don't have to let your、uh, past to determine your future. Even if you have、uh, whatever you did in your past, you know maybe it's time to move on. And yeah, don't let any other things to determine your future. Just because you were not a good student in your class back in the day, back in in when you were a student, and you know what, you don't have to let those things to.、Uh, Drag you away from your futures because God determines your future. Your not your grade, not your. I mean your grade, your education.、Uh, it could give you a really uh, great uh, future, but those won't like、uh, bring a satisfaction satisfaction to、uh, your soul. But what will、uh, bring you a contentment to your soul is that when you let. God to determine your future, so you don't have to let your pastor determine your future. You know, get right with God. You know, ask Him, seek Him, and then whatever it is, then pursue that wholeheartedly, and then、uh, just working toward and toward that、uh, particular goal, and then、uh, rely rely on God. So another thing that we can draw、uh, from the life of Esther is that she has a mentor. She has a mentor, so obviously her mentor is Mordecai. So Mordecai was taking her as ah、uh, as his own daughter. So and Esther constantly rely on her mentor when ah、uh, Mordecai approach her in the palace, like she did. Everything's as、uh, Mordecai told her. When Mordecai told her not to reveal her identity,、uh, she didn't reveal her identity. So,、um, 
that that was a a lesson we can learn from、uh, Esther. And another lesson is that she was being obedient as to、uh, whatever、uh, mentor she has in her life. So when Mordecai sent her to the palace, and there was、uh, a woman in charge of the、uh, the beauty contest. Her her name is Hagar. So Esther chapter two. Uh, first fifteen.、Uh, yes, it gave us a bit information there. So, when the Turk came for Esther, the young woman Mordecai have adopted the daughter of his、uh, uncle Abihel、uh, to go to the king. She asked for nothing other than what Hagar, the king unit who was in charge of the harem, suggested, and Esther won the favor of every everyone who saw. Her, so she actually won the favor of everyone who saw her before the kings actually、uh, saw her. So Esther was committed, and she only listened to listen to what the、uh, king unit her her name is、uh, Hagar is either、uh, he or she. So Hagar suggested her, and she doesn't ask for more. She doesn't ask for uh, less. Uh, she was she only、uh, asked for what is. Ah,、uh, Hagar suggested her. So I think that is a、uh, an example we can、uh, a lesson we can draw from the life of Esther, and she was being obedient to whoever is in charge of her. So yeah, that's lesson lesson one that we can draw from her life is you don't have to、uh, let your past to determine your future. So lesson two is that、uh, she has a. Uh, mentor, and another lesson we can draw from the life of Esther is that God's timing is perfect. Yes, God's timing is perfect. So in Esther chapter three verse seven, it says, "In the twelfth year of King Xerxes, in the first month, the month of Nisans, the pure, the poor, that is the lot, was cast in the presence of Haman to select a day and a month." And that lot fell on the twelfth month, the month of Adar. So that was the month. So the month of Adar is the last month of the years. So in here we see that Haman, which is the evil guy, was trying to determine a date to annihilate it or to destroy ah、uh, the Jewish people, the people of Mordecai. So. So they actually wanted to pick a date to do that to carry out that uh, uh, that plan, and they cast lot, and the lot fell on the twelfth month. So basically, before uh before the uh the actual date where they will carry out this plan, it actually gave them uh a twelve month period. Of Period of times, so basically, God will work in that twelve month. Ah,、uh, God has ah、uh, a twelve month in gapped. So you know, God doesn't need twelve month to carry out His plan. He could do it within even a second. You know, um. So yes, His time is perfect. But the people when when they heard the news that they will be destroyed, and ah、uh, yeah, they 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 worry. So. Ah,、uh, but yes, and ah,、uh, 
Esther doesn't know anything about this because she was, by the time, she was already a queen. So she was in her comfort zone and she doesn't know uh, what happened on the outside. So, so of course, uh, uh, let me just tell you the story. Of course, Esther, uh, Mordecai, her cousin, uh, uh, went to see her through her uh, through a servant and then they have a conversation so Mordecai basically told us told Esther uh, to do something so another lesson we can learn from the book of Esther is that so the fourth lesson is that Esther first seek or Esther first kneel to the heavenly king before she went to stand to the earthly king so Esther kneel to the heavenly king before she go stand to the earthly king yes so she she put other people before herself she was the she was a bridge and a hope for the people and she asked the people to to pray and to fast three days and not only that she herself uh fasting and praying in the palace as well so that was her plan and that plan does make a difference in her life because sooner or later god is uh working through that plan so the fifth lesson we can learn from the uh, life of esther is that there is such a thing as, uh, as luck or coincidence but god providence so there is such a thing as as luck coincidence but God providence because in Esther chapter 6 verse 1 or 2 uh, we read that the scripture state that the night the king could not sleep that night the king could not sleep this is a, an ordinary night because the king cannot sleep for a reason so I want to back up the story a little bit. So Esther actually went to the king and the king actually uh, raised up or hold up his uh, scepter. And then she was able to uh, communicate. And But she doesn't actually reveal the plan to tell the king what is going to happen, happen to her people. So she made a party to the king and they before she actually state that or before she she present her request uh, she did it uh, get a chance to say that but she asked the kings to come back to another banquet to uh, another day so on that particular night uh, which is in Esther chapter 6 the king could not sleep the king could not sleep and guess what the king do so he ordered the book of the Chronicle, which is probably the book of the history and the record of his reign to be brought and read to him. And it was found, recorded that Mordecai had, had exposed Bathana and uh, Tershi, two of the king officers who guarded the doorway, who had conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. So while he was reading this uh, chronicle book or or this uh, uh yeah a, a boring book he he found out that he found out who Mordecai was 
So actually, Mordecai was uh, someone who saved his life. So this is not a coincidence. This is not a uh, a luck, but this is God's providence. God is a puppet master. He's working behind the curtain. He know every step. That's why the that's why God is in control. There is a reason why the king cannot sleep. So yes, he's pulling the string uh, behind the curtain, and he know what he is doing. And before uh, the banquet one and banquet two, that is the event that occurred in there. So in another lesson that we can learn from the book of Esther is that. So the sixth lesson would be, um, even when the situation seems impossible, God can always turn it around. Even when the situation is impossible, God can always turn it around. So, in Esther chapter eight, verse seven and eight, it says, "King Xerxes replies to Queen Esther and Mordecai, uh, the Jews, because Haman attacked the Jew. I have given this estate to Esther, and they have impaled him on the pole he set up. Now write another decree in the king's name, in behalf of the Jew, as seems best to you, and seal it with the king's signet ring." No document written in the king's name and sealed with his ring can be revoked. So basically, in here, the situation seems impossible. As I have mentioned earlier, ah,、uh, so Hema cast lot, and that lot fell on the twelfth month. So basically, on the twelfth month, ah,、uh, people will ah、uh, gather to kill the Jew. To kill every 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 Jew in in the um in the Persia Empire, so since the decrees or since the law was already uh written, there's no way they can uh cancel that. So that's why uh the uh they have to make another uh law. So what what happened in here is that this law is gonna be. A different one. So what they have to do with this law is that this law has to be greater than the second law. So basically, in this in in this new law, the king actually give them a permission to write a new law. So in in this new law, they have the right to protect themselves. So if if anyone try to attack them, they have the right to attack uh any every. Uh, one of them. So, so when the situation seems impossible, you know, God can always turn it around. So, another lesson, the so the seventh lesson we can learn from the life of Esther is that Esther lives up to her name. So he lives up to her name. So because the name of ah、uh, Esther, ah、uh, sorry, the name of ah、uh, Hadassah is that. It has a sweet、uh, smell, but a bitter taste. Okay, it has a sweet、uh, smell, but a bitter taste. So she she become like she become a beast when、uh, they killed the、uh, the 
Ten or uh, son of Haman. They were already dead. But Esther ordered them. So the seventh lesson we can learn from the life of Esther is that she lives out to her name. So the name of Hadassah is also known as Mortal Tree. Mortal Tree. So they say that Mortal Tree has a sweet smell but a bitter taste. So Esther was really sweet to Mordecai and those who treat her right. But she was bitter toward the wicked uh, Hema. So uh, on the day of 30, they killed like 10 or uh, uh, they killed 10 sons of Haman. And then on the day 14, Esther requests to impel 10 sons of Haman to the pole. Yes. So that's when the beauty become a beast. So yeah, she lived up to her name when she when the situation where she obey like when this when she faced a situation when she has to obey she uh will obey to uh those who were in charge of her or or her mentor, but when she has to like stand for uh she did that pretty well we can say that so she uh killed every uh son of Hema and not only that uh. She made them uh, impale on the pole. Yes, so the eighth lesson we can learn from the life of Esther is that she uh, like established a legacy. So yeah, she established a legacy. So what is that legacy? So that legacy is called a purium. So basically a purium is... Uh, uh, God gave them a victory and they ought to celebrate that. So in Esther chapter 9, uh, 20 to 20, verse 20, 20 to 22, it gives us a bit uh, explanation here. Mordecai recalled this event and he sent letter to all the Jews throughout the province of King Xerxes near and far to have them celebrate annually the 14th and the 15th day of the month of Adar and the time when the Jew got relief from their enemies and the month where their sorrow was turned into joy and their mourning into a days of celebration he wrote them a, he wrote them to observe the day as a day of feasting and joy and give a princess of food to one another and gift to the poor so that's what they uh, Esther and Mordecai established a period. So this is a feast. So whenever they celebrate this feast, they will remember that God actually uh, gave them a, a freedom, a relief from their enemy. So what a great, uh, what a great legacy that they leave. So Esther, so in in the life of Esther, uh, she leave like a great uh, legacy to uh, her people. So that is just an overview on the book of. Uh, Esther or the life of Esther. So there are so many lessons we can we can draw from the uh, the life of Esther. So these are just the only uh, lessons that I uh, draw from the uh, life of Esther. So yeah. So if you're encouraged by this uh, episode, you should maybe share with your friends and uh, uh, leave a comment or a review. Uh, I would really appreciate it. So. God bless you. See you next time.